Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. With Haley and Aaron. Hey guys, welcome back to the Am I Pretty Now podcast, podcast about the ugly side of beauty. I'm Aaron, And I'm Haley. And today's episode is going to be brought to you by Haley. Um, she has uh, a topic for us today. It's something that we've discussed a number of times, but we haven't really delved too much into. Uh, so I'm kind of excited. She said that there are some surprising things she found. So I'm excited to hear what they are. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to hand the episode over to Haley to explain. Uh, so grab a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. All right, friends. So like Aaron said, it's something that we've brushed over through most of the episodes so far. Almost every one, I think. <laughs> like pretty much every single one. Um, and we've never really, I'm going to say finger quotes, fully discussed it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm treating this like a mini episode, a mini-sode, if you will. Um, it's not going to be like one of our good nitty-gritty ones. I'm not saying it's a bad topic. Because we said we weren't going to do I that. I love that we always start out <laughs> complaining about the topic we've chosen. And then the episodes are fine. Yeah. We stop recording and we're like, that mm -hmm. was good. Yeah. Um, but it, it's an important topic. Mm -hmm. is, is more so why we're covering Especially it. Especially since we keep bringing it up and this organization keeps coming up. Yes. And it's very, like, currently topical mm -hmm. as well. Um, so we are going to be do to... <laughs> Two words. <laughs> words. It's been a it's been a morning. Yeah. It's been a morning. Yeah. And it's one o'clock in the afternoon. It's been a day. <laughs> um, I'm going to be discussing the FDA mm -hmm. today. Um I wanna clarify, like I'm going to do a broad explanation of them, but once we get into actually discussing this um agency, I'm mostly going to be covering the FDA in terms of cosmetics, um, like... As it pertains to, like, <laughs> To, like, what us. we talk about, yes. Yeah. Um, medical devices are another mm -hmm. thing that has come up in terms of um, the, the breast augmentation episode. I don't mm -hmm. know why I froze on that. Um, but, yeah, it, for the most part, like, I'm only going to be discussing it in terms of cosmetics and what we do. Um, so... The FDA, Food and Drug Administration. Mm -hmm. um, it's an agency of the Health and Human Services, which okay. <laughs> you guys couldn't see Aaron's face, but <laughs> it summed it up so well. Um, I mean, they. I'm doing the shrug um, yeah. emoji. Like the hands up, confused, <laughs> like, hmm? They have the health of humans in interest. <laughs> that was very Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and the hands went up slowly, too. They, I they like went that. went up real slowly. Um, their, their headquarters is actually surprisingly close to us. Um, it's just in Silver Spring, Maryland, which oh, wow. I wasn't aware okay. of. Um, it was founded by Teddy Roosevelt, um, one of the, in all fairness, one of the, the good things that he did pull off mm -hmm. as El Presidente. Um, he also was in cahoots with a guy called uh, Harvey Washington Wiley. And he's more so like the uh, like the doctor side of okay. things. Like Teddy Roosevelt like the more was medical. in charge. Yes. <laughs> and Harvey Washington Wiley was like the professional. Okay. 
That's a okay. good way to put it. Um, who is the FDA? Uh, they do have a mission statement. This. Oh, and I want to also just say off the top, I literally didn't go off of any other website except the FDA.gov site. So, so this is all like fresh from them. This is what they are telling the public. And I only say that because there are going to be some like like a questionable probably yeah questionable and people are like that can't be right you're like no seriously (laughs) it's from i didn't even bother looking on any other sites um because i don't want to be called a liar right i went straight from the fda um so their mission statement it's a long one so bear with me it's the fda is responsible for protecting the public health by ensuring the safety efficacy and security of human and vet drugs biological products and medical devices, and by ensuring the safety of our nation's food supply, cosmetics, and products that emit radiation. Mm. Very specific. They're very specific about, Incredibly. What, they, about what they cover. Um, they aren't the end-all deciders, though. They work very closely with other departments. Um, like in terms of, they were saying about the food supply and food chain, um, while the FDA can say we are interested in this product, uh, the Department of Ag has the, the the last say in it, um, especially when it comes to like meat products. And I feel the same way about them <laughs> as I do the FDA. I, I mean, look, we're trying. Some good things have happened. We don't want to sound like no. total conspirators. No. But they are still a government body. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I do not trust them 100%. There's always going to be a private interest there somewhere. 100%. Yeah. Always. Yes. And in Not all that there aren't some good people, you know. Of course. But, but that has been a big thing with, I'm not discussing sides. I'm making a blanket statement mm-hmm. here of the vaccine. A lot of people are saying that, and they're probably right, that it's been pushed a little bit extra just because of uh, money. And I mean, that's legit. That's not like it's an aha yeah. statement to make. It Again, it's a government body. I think there was some overkill to a certain extent after a certain point in time. 100%. But I also think initially it was from a good place. <laughs> yeah. So it's that, you know, half of one six dozen of another. <laughs> right? Half a dozen of another. I don't know. I was, I was laughing because you have all the old lady sayings. Like, I do. But you know available. what my boss just said it the other day? <laughs> And he's like a middle-aged gentleman, so it makes me feel okay about saying it. We are getting a little closer. No. Uh, no. In ages that I feel like it's kind of appropriate sometimes when we do say old people sayings like that. But old people have some good sayings. They do. <laughs> they really do. Like, you're the cat's pajamas. Oh, I was going to say the cat's Who put meow. the cat's in pajamas? The bee's knees. Right. Where's the bee's knees? <laughs> the bee's... They have knees. I think technically if you look at a they picture, do, they, they have yeah. like segmented legs. Yeah. So anyway, okay. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we're typical off topic. Um, so these are okay. So while we're also discussing this, there's a lot of prefaces mm-hmm. to to discussing this. FDA regulated is very different than FDA approved. Mm-hmm. Huge wild difference um so with this next portion where i say what the fda is responsible for this is strictly talking about regulations this does not mean that these topics have been approved or these ingredients etc have been approved by the fda um but 
they are responsible in terms of regulating okay regulating uh dietary supplements bottled water food additives prescription and non-prescription jugs uh blood and blood products uh tissue products medical devices from everything to um tongue depressors to surgical implants and prosthetics uh this one's very specific it's cosmetic color additives Mm -hmm. uh they are supposed to regulate skin cleansers moisturizers nail polish perfumes tobacco and cigarettes pet food livestock food microwaves like as in probably with the uv rays yes and x-ray uh equipment so they kind they they do have a plethora of things to um be in charge of so I'm just going to ask a quick question. Yeah, so it. when you see products that say, and I think it's interesting, so if it's allowed to be on the market, mm. is it, and it falls within those realms, you see a lot of products that say has not been tested or approved by the FDA, Yeah. but they're still regulating it <clears throat> somehow, even though they've not, because some of it are dietary supplements and... Yes. So... so you're jumping the gun just okay, a little sorry. bit. Okay, sorry. But it's like but, if they're, you know what I mean? Absolutely. If they're supposed to have a hand in it and you're like, but wait, <laughs> everything I ever find anywhere says they have not. Yes. So. Stood behind it. It was kind of a good segment or uh, segue maybe into the next portion of it. Um, products on the market. It, products can be put on the market before they have to go through the FDA. Mm-hmm. And there are products that are specifically exempt from any FDA regulations. Um, they will come up, so I'm not going to go jump too far ahead. Um, but with FDA approval, it just means that the pros outweigh the cons. And their site doesn't even say that the pros have to far outweigh the cons. It just says... Like, you could have a 4-3 split. Right. And it's safe enough to be FDA approved. Um, So it's not necessarily that it's 100% safe. And I feel like that is really important to acknowledge, again, when we're talking about the vaccine that's out right now. Again, not to get too political about it. I don't want to add politics to it. This is just a, a discussion of vaccines and their approvals. Nobody ever said that the vaccine was 100% safe. No. Ever. I don't think there's anything, honestly, that could be created anywhere. That's 100%. Regardless of the product, that is 100% safe. Yes. Yeah. Um, all they mean by approving it is... The pros outweigh the cons. The pros outweigh the cons. So in the people that we've tested with, because it is something that is actually like really tested through with the FDA, um, it just means that maybe four out of those three people we're fine Mm -hmm. but those three other people could have kind of been like questionable afterwards um it's not a 100 percent black and white (laughs) type of department at all yeah (laughs) um like i said most of the products are put out before the fda really covers them there are a couple things that um obviously have to be approved right away and that usually falls right under the medical devices they have like a tiered system of how they approve those. Um, class three is high. Class one is lowest risk. Um, the high risk has to prove without any questions that it is safe to put into people. And that's typically like um, 
uh, heart valves, mm-hmm. pacemakers, like very critical pieces of right. equipment. That like if this <clears throat> goes bad, I mean, it, it could end It could like someone end somebody's life. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the middle grade is, or the moderate risk is like dialysis equipment or catheters. But so catheter, I know it's uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. but... And obviously, they need to be like clean and sterile. Sure. Um, but dialysis equipment, mm-hmm. I feel like that should be higher at up, a higher right? level. Nah, it's in the middle, and they just have to prove substantially that their equipment and those products and items are safe. Mm. Um, the low risk class one is they're they're not regulated at all by the FDA. You can just slap that out on the market and really? say it's good. Um, that's stuff like. Um, like nursing breast pumps, those aren't regulated. Okay. Um, band-aids and bandages. Okay, I mean, they're not inserted into your body, so yes. that makes a little more sense. Sure. They, their classing system does make sense. Their tiering system yeah. does make and sense. And let's face it, if someone can hurt themselves with something, they will. <laughs> 100%. So. Yeah. Um, other, like, again, topically, do like, to the show... Other things that the FDA doesn't have to approve um, are cosmetics that, unless they have color additives. Mm-hmm. And it's the color additive that they're worried about, not the other stuff that's in and the I product. And I know there are specific, like, certain color additives. There's one, like, lake, I don't know, 45, and yellow something, and red, whatever. Yes. Like, yep. very specific, even red has been additives. Red really yeah. over the last few years. Um uh, they there are I shouldn't say that they totally don't they, they don't approve of them they are still regulated though um they do have to be labeled honestly and properly mm-hmm. but I'll get into why that is still kind of problematic a little bit further ahead um again the medical devices have their tiering system dietary supplements also have a little bit of a tiering system um but it's not as dramatic as uh as the the medical devices um dietary supplements aren't actually reviewed or approved by the fda which is crazy to like i understand it's not a food yes but to me i guess they're looking at drug from like a medical side of things because to me like i take iron supplements yeah because i'm pretty anemic but, i take um, a handful of supplements in the morning <laughs> like taking you know what i mean like you're mm-hmm. still ingesting it in your body so yeah it's weird to me that they wouldn't still yeah be regulating that does anyone regulate that do we know um, there has to be someone somewhere so in terms of or i guess maybe regulating but not approving or so i think that's the difference that it clarified on their website is that it, it specifically said they're not reviewed. So while they may be regulated. Okay. They, like, is it going to damage system. you, but it's not going to say, oh, this is super effective? 100%. And that's perfect, because another note that I had here, it, it said on the site that the FDA does not approve of statements that say things like, taking calcium will make your bones stronger. Mm-hmm. The FDA does not approve of that. That is a statement from the manufacturers. And the distributors. We, in the beauty industry, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you know, um, they are not allowed to say, even if you know a product, like hyaluronic acid. Yes. You know that if it's at a smaller um, molecular level, 
it can be taken in and absorbed into the skin and actually I have to be careful in the way I say it because of the <laughs> FDA um it can have the potential to create changes internally as well yes. that can lead to um helping to lessen the appearance of wrinkles and it helps to hydrate so you yep. look firmer yeah but you're not allowed to say oh this like when I use this on you, equals this, this is what it's going to do. Even though we know it's what it's going to do, <clears throat> yeah. you can't say it's going to do that. You can just say, this is going to give you the effect of, or yes, the appearance this will of. lessen the appearance of those things you don't like. Yes. Not that it's actually creating change, which as we know, in order to change the appearance, it is changing something but right. okay <laughs> right. okay so that that totally makes yep. sense and that's a good example too i think what the way that they worded it on the site was like um they can't promise like structural changes mm -hmm. which makes sense like you said right using hyaluronic acid actually changes the structure of the molecular molecular level of our skin but but you can't say that as right. the fda you just have to say hey you're gonna look really firm and you're not <laughs> going to see quite as many of those wrinkles yes like. yep um and it's funny that it's it's ironic that they choose their word wording very wisely because we're also taught that too like I was just telling a client the other day um when you make statements to people and this is like you should use this in general it's a really good idea but like instead of saying I like this but you should always say and Mm -hmm. Because it combines the two statements where but cancels out the first right. half. And I feel like the FDA is absolutely using that wording in the way that they they regulate yeah. things. Because automatically, as soon as you say but, you totally it's like, okay, so forget what you just said. <laughs> right. This next thing is right. I mean, and I'm sure you know, too, um, <clears throat> you know, you're using different things um, like, oh, my gosh, what is it? Biofreeze. Yes. And CBD product, you know, and that sort of thing. Like, yep. you know, it's when you're using it for pain relief. You absolutely know it is doing something yes. with those muscles and those nerves, it, but, but it cannot promise you can't that. say to someone that's what it's going to do. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, in terms of like how dietary supplements are finger quotes regulated is that the distributors and the manufacturers have to submit a notification to the FDA that they are going to be releasing a product um this is where it gets like a little seedy to me is that the fda doesn't have to prove any of the safety or efficacy of the dietary supplements that is upon the manufacturers and the distributors they are the ones that have to prove and uh conclude that the item is expected to be safe not that it is safe that it's expected to be safe it doesn't actually have to go through any testing outside of what the manufacturers or the distributors are it's doing. all wordplay it's all wordplay it's also putting a lot of safety responsibility on some in all fairness some schmucks that are probably just trying to get a market right. uh, an item out on the market for money right i mean and i'm sure it's you know i obviously there are ethical no, you know 100%. manufacturers out there yes yes but at the same time yeah it's really it's questionable. It's kind of like, I don't want to say, why does the organization exist? Because I know they do some really good things. Yes. But if we're putting... But outside of cosmetics and this kind of stuff. Right. Poof. They could be gone. Because <laughs> in all fairness, they don't do a whole lot for cos the, the, the beauty industry. No. 
outside of like the medical side of things or the surgical side right. of things. Those are obviously very regulated. But in terms of just like sticking stuff in and on your, your body, they're not super worried about it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, the manufacturer said it's fine. That's not our concern. Yeah. Yep. Um, they do have a few laws, a couple laws, mm-hmm. too. Okay. <laughs> Literally, too, that they have to follow. Um, I tried to swipe. Well, that's my, good, though. I just tried to swipe my page like it was my phone. Um, it's called the FD&C Act, um, which basically says that The food, has, drug, and cosmetics. Yes, I, yep. I probably should have clarified. No, what those sorry, I just <laughs> remember seeing it in you know all all the books. Yeah, <laughs> um, they basically say that like it has to be the product has to be used for its intended use, and if anything bad happens outside of that, mm-hmm. that's on you for not using the product correctly. That's not the manufacturer or whoever is putting yep. this products out problem. Um, and then the other one that they have, I forget what it's actually called, but it's basically like a fair labeling law. Um, where they can't um, uh, misbrand the 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 items, the the ingredients that are in things. They have to be labeled as what they are. Mm-hmm. Now, as we both know, there are a lot of ways around that of yep. putting like a technical term for a very 100%. basic. hundred percent. And we kind yep. of discussed it with uh, skin lightening. Yeah, where you can put a product on the back of it, and people will and look people at it will and they're never like, know. okay. But yep. if you don't know, because they're, you know, some of these things have like nine different names. Yes. Right. And unless you know. Yep. Okay, sure. looks good to me. Exactly. You trust it because it's out yep. on the market. We should probably stop doing that. <laughs> um, another rule under the fair labeling is that it can't be adulterated in mm-hmm. terms of the uh, composition. And it was really funny. I wish I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot of the wrong wrong law. But it was like, you have to promise that you're not putting poisonous items in here or you're not putting decaying items in here. Mm-hmm. Like those two words were literally under the law. No poison and no decaying ingredients. You shouldn't be. Right? Like why would you be putting I would hope you're not putting general. them in there. <laughs> right? But yet at the same time, it's interesting <clears throat> because um, a lot of modern day eye drops so we discussed once before still contain belladonna yes because i've seen it on a number of products <laughs> yeah I've and it literally for is it. yep deadly nightshade like an actual yep. poison toxin but because of the percentage and the way it's yep. been diluted it's okay because of those regulations right <laughs> they're okay like if you're using it properly yes for what they're saying yes it shouldn't harm you yeah shouldn't shouldn't most likely won't <laughs> it as long as you're using it the right way <laughs> most likely <laughs> um like i keep saying cosmetics don't need to be Mm-mm. regulated by the fda or i mean rather approved by the fda um before they go onto the market the fda can go back and it typically happens if um um consumers mm-hmm. are complaining about some of yep, the claims if they that file making, complaints or the fda will investigate it but until those complaints come up they're not worried about it um they they basically say that they won't investigate a product unless um again there there's um uh claims against what the product is is claiming itself <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote my claims. note. 
I put sus on my paper. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't just say yeah. sus. But if, if someone is saying the product is sus, then yeah. maybe they'll start investigating You know, what? it, it. <laughs> makes sense, though, because there are so many products in the world. Right. We're not concerned with all of them in the world, as I'm saying that. But in the country. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah, it would be difficult for, you know, they only have a set amount of people working for them, I'm sure. So. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not like they have freelance, you know, FDA researchers. Maybe. Don't throw that out there. Now that I just said that. I don't trust people enough to be freelance I'll be FDA one. regulators. We'd be good ones. I think we would. We'd be like, nay, nay, this is not, yeah. this is not a good item. We'd be calling on everything, though. <laughs> we'd we'd would, get fired in a minute. We'd never approve anything. <laughs> just like per our research of doing yeah. this. We'd never approve anything. No. 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 Um. Another thing that they say about being, like, approved is they basically say, like, as long as the manufacturers aren't using ingredients that are already illegal, it's fine. Mm -hmm. We're not going to worry about it. Um, And, again, they they say that um, as long as the ingredients are safe and being used properly, labeled properly, Mm -hmm. it's not... um, adulterated it's not misbranded it's totally fine i mean i do kind of get that like user error section to it because it does seem like with things all the time like you would think with the amount of like i'm just going to put it out there Mm -hmm. like baby products like cribs and strollers and like (laughs) blankets and like stuffed animal like that people are filing claims against you it is a wonder Mm -hmm. that there are any of us alive at this point, like by the like, if people can screw something up <laughs> and like use to. it incorrectly, they will. Mm-hmm. So I do kind of, you know, like that they're, you know, kind of saying like, as long as you use it the way you should, yes, you probably won't have a problem. Like nine out of ten people <sighs> won't. But I also feel like that's but passing the buck of like, well, it is. But I don't trust. I'll be honest, people enough to just not oh do God, dumb no. things with the product. No. So I feel like if you're going to hold the manufacturer responsible for everything, you know, like what, like the McDonald's, like the coffee was hot and the guy sued thing. And now none of us can enjoy hot coffee because by the time <laughs> you get to work with your coffee, right. it's already cold. <laughs> right. Um, um, I do think it's funny that you mentioned um, the FDA being in charge of baby items. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. They're not. They're not, right? Um, they don't even um, approve, like, put their label of approval on baby formula. I was just going to say, like, not even formula? Yep. They do not regulate that. I don't know who does. I didn't look into it. Um, but if you go onto the website, they The Baby do... Guild of America. <laughs> no, the FDA. <laughs> they... The Lullaby League. <laughs> the Lullaby League. Um, the colicky crowd. Yeah. I right. liked that they they literally, like, it was a very organized website. And I know that sounds funny to say, yeah. but we've probably seen a lot of websites in, in that are doing not. this that are, like, just torture on your brain. And you to have no through. idea what you're even looking at half yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, they have a section that basically says, the FDA does not approve this. They do approve this they don't approve of this that's like it was the easiest note taking yeah. i've ever taken um but there is a very large section that says that the update does not cover baby items and the biggest one that they clarify is that they don't do any testing any mm. regulations of baby formula which is terrifying yeah again i'm surprised that we've survived for as many years as we have 
knowing that we put so much faith into this organization and they don't actually do as much as they yeah. as we think that they do. Right. I in all fairness, I don't think that they that the FDA themselves have ever claimed to do more than they do. I think, I think that people we just put assume. Too much yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's on us. And that's 100%. That's on, on us, us FDA. Yes. But again, uh, to bring it back up cuz it's topical. The vaccine is a really good example of that, of people think that the FDA does regulate it mm-hmm. way more, that they were like, we're not going to get it until they approve yeah. it. And it's like, well... I mean, they did eventually approve it, but it's like it was already... It, yes, but it was already yeah. out on the market. In use. And yeah. used. I got it before it was FDA approved. Yeah, same. <laughs> so... At that point, though, I didn't really care. I was like, meh, I'm taking my chances. Look, yeah. I've walked barefoot down Prince Street in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, drunk. If I was going to catch I anything. I did as well. <laughs> I feel like. This is my first time in Lancaster. I actually Oh, I was did. way too old to be walking down the street without okay. <laughs> shoes drunk. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, the next section is um, who's responsible for the safety of cosmetics. We basically, like, discussed it a little bit already. It's on the companies and the individuals um, that are releasing the items. With the exception of color additives. Okay. If there's a color additive, the FDA does have to have their little fingers in it. Um, But FDA regulations and laws don't require any specific testing of cosmetics. One thing I always just, like, I feel like I keep interrupting, (laughs) um, that I always thought was interesting, and I know they have to do it um, in, like, descending order. Yes. Of uh, predominance. So whatever you have the most of. You know, like usually it's water is the first thing. (laughs) Which is a pretty Um, easy approval. But they always, if you notice toward the bottom, like it'll say fragrance. Mm -hmm. But they don't have to say what's in it. Nope. They're like just a blanket. So there can be anything in there that people might have allergic reactions to. Yes. But they said fragrance and you don't have to say what's in it. As long as you have that like header ingredient. Yep. You're good. Yep. If you think you're allergic to a fragrance. Mm -hmm. You need to take it upon yourself to go look and see if you are right. allergic to it. And what I also think is interesting is um, they say, I literally am forgetting what I was about to say <laughs> as I'm sitting it. here. Could you just see <laughs> my eyes glaze <laughs> over as I'm talking? It was it was something along those lines. I'm, I'm sure I'll remember what it is at yeah, some point. Yeah, it's fine. If you think of it, just put oh, it out. Oh, I know what it is now. <laughs> uh-huh. Fragrance-free. People think fragrance-free means... There aren't going to be any fragrances that you could be allergic to. Fragrance-free is the same as saying, like, no fragrance additives. So if something has a natural fragrance. Yes. That's okay. That's fine. But it's like people are automatically like, oh, okay, like, no, no fragrance added. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's still okay. It just means, like, you're not going to have a reaction. It just means they didn't put other fragrances in. And normally, one of the main reasons cosmetics have fragrance is to cover a natural odor of, like, (laughs) some other ingredient in there and make it more pleasant. Yep. So, yeah. I think, and this is just a Haley statement. This is not anything that in, from looking even just at the FDA site, we need to be looking at we don't need to be looking for the fda approval Mm -hmm. we need to be looking at like i did go through my cabinet my medicine cabinet last night and i was like looking through to see what has it and doesn't more products than not don't even acknowledge 
the FDA. Yeah. But um, I was dealing with like some like eczema. So I yep. got like an eczema. Yep. Um, it was everyone. Everyone is having issues right now because I know I Ugh. get it. Several people I work with get it. It was bad. Um, you were, yep. were dealing with it. I just talked to someone the other day who was dealing with it. I had a client like. Everyone, everywhere I'm going is <laughs> yes. having flare-ups right now. Yes. So this Either is actually eczema or psoriasis, statement. like one of the two, everybody's... Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, yep. there's a lot of factors to and skin issues. A lot of issues. facial and neck issues right now and that's pertaining to were. it. Yep. It was up around like my neck. Um, well, cool. Then this this makes me feel a little bit better acknowledging this. Uh, like with that cr- cream that I bought, that lotion that I bought, um, there is an organization of dermatologists Mm -hmm. that are specifically certifying like um, eczema Mm -hmm. approved items look for those types of approvals. I always look for like what is it like it's similar to the ADA but instead of dental it's like American like dermatology association like I actually think it is always look for things like that American Dental Association yeah but this one is dermatologist. Whatever but, their yes. thing is, yeah. Whenever yeah. it says like dermatologists, yeah, trust that. Whatever, I'm like, okay, yep. they're the masters of it. Yep, trust their years of experience. Don't just go off of an FDA approval. Mm-hmm. And that that I feel like that should be something simple, and like we shouldn't have to say out yeah. loud. But look for the same with like. Um, it's a little bit different because the FDA does regulate food a lot more. But look for the gluten free label. On yep. your items if you want gluten-free. Don't just base it off of what you heard. Mm-hmm. Look for the specifics, not the fact that the FDA approved it and it's okay to be out yeah. on the shelf. It's like it takes, you know, an extra minute to look through everything. <laughs> yes. But it's worth it in the end. Yep. So you're, at least you know what you're getting. Exactly. Yes. Um, there is a, like, like a grouping yeah. <laughs> of testing that they... They do require, oh, and it, I mean, it's, I make it sound like it's something really elusive. It's like human testing and mm-hmm. animal testing and uh, like Petri dis- disc yeah. testing. I don't know what that's called. Um, but they still don't require that of, of cosmetics. And I don't know if I mentioned, but they, they do include like skin moisturizers and mm-hmm. stuff like that underneath a deodorant is also included under cosmetics. So like with a lot, with this big movement of like aluminum free uh, deodorant and stuff, which I'm not saying that that's bad. You do you, whatever you need. Um, It's not as regulated as you think it is. Right. I can almost, I want to almost guarantee that there probably is still very minute levels of aluminum in well, some that's of those just products it. like you're allowed to have a certain amount and not note it yes as long as it falls under like yep. every product has or ingredient has like a different percentage yes so if it's yeah. under like 0.03 percent you know something like almost like a negligible amount yes you don't have to, you don't report, have to that. report it yeah because the chances of that being the thing <laughs> in there that's gonna yeah. cause you issues is yep. is pretty close to zero yes and that's that's what's come up in a lot of our past episodes, the radium baths. You're allowed to have a certain level of radium in things. Um, when you did heavy metals mm-hmm. in makeup, um, there if you look at labels really yep. closely, there probably is still very minor levels of mercury yep. 
uh, led, I, I was completely dropping on what we talked about, arsenic. Mm-hmm. There's allowed to be a certain level of arsenic in things, which blows my mind. But the FDA says it's okay. So yeah. slather it on you. <laughs> um, another, uh, I'm going to say it. It's a little bold of a statement to make. <laughs> but another negligent thing that mm-hmm. um, the FDA does towards cosmetics, or rather doesn't do, is that they don't require companies to release the, the safety data to the FDA. Yep. Again, unless that company is being questioned, then they have to be able to produce it. But until there are questions of this product, Mm -hmm. they don't have to prove it. They don't have to show anything to you. The only nice thing about, well, I shouldn't say the only nice thing about being in our industry. (laughs) There there are a lot of nice things. Um, (laughs) But I guess a nice thing Uh is that the professional products we use, Mm -hmm. you can request that safety data sheet from the manufacturer and a lot of products automatically come with them and if not you can again like request it yes so at least as professionals like we can kind of see what we're working with (laughs) right yeah um but general consumers you know they don't have people access to a lot of that yeah that they can request it Mm -hmm. um i forget if you were still with us at the salon when we brought in hempfield um no i wasn't i recently heard that there's an issue though Oh, don't say I'm not going to get into it. Well, now I feel bad mentioning the name. But the only reason I brought them yeah. up was, we'll discuss they're that local, later. They're local, too. They're, they're yeah. very local. Um, they told us during our training with them, their product training, um, if we wanted to request any info, they gave us the email. Mm-hmm. They said, we will send you over all the data that we have, everything down to the 0.0% yep. percent of what is in all of these items for you. So you can confidently go to your clients and say hey this salve is really going to help with muscle pain and here is why right and then you pull out the scroll of info that they send you because it, it wasn't tells in- <laughs> you like where it was tested yes. um percentages of everything yep. with them, where it was even created you know yes. it's yeah yep with so Hempfield is a um Hempfield Botanicals I think is the full name of mm-hmm. them they make um hemp products yep and they will even include in that packet of info where they got the hemp from in the country, yep. which I thought was so rad. Now, I, we're going to have to discuss. That was a horrible example to bring up after Sorry. you're like, they're having problems. <laughs> there will, no, there's just one <laughs> okay. that I read about. Okay. We'll talk about it yeah. later. It's fine. Yeah. Um, the last thing. I mean, I'm, I'm still behind them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're a local lady boss company. Yeah. So, like, I'm down. Um, The last thing I wanted to discuss about the FDA is um, the FDA in terms of recalls in cosmetics. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't make the call. They don't make the call to recall. Um, That is, they're they're actually not authorized to order recalls of cosmetics. Um, Basically, it's the- But food though, right? Because yes. I feel like I've seen things with like the FDA is recalling like the foods. lettuce and stuff, yeah, and all that, but not jazz, cosmetics. But not cosmetics. Um, that is strictly up to the company and the manufacturers, and they voluntarily can do it. There are no requirements. There are no regulations. Um, again, unless somebody really, yeah, gets fucked up from a product. So if we were living back <laughs> in the days of like arsenic wallpaper and all of that yeah, sort of thing, it would have like, never nope. been recalled. Yep. Nope. It wasn't important to them. Um, I, I think it's wildly 
inappropriate that they're not authorized to do that. I think that they need to delve a little bit further into their regulations and their approvals of cosmetics. Yeah. Because as we've said before, as professionals, we know that your skin is your biggest organ and it literally absorbs everything mm-hmm. into your body. Mm-hmm. So I think that the FDA should maybe step it up a little bit and be like, hey, maybe we will pick up this. Yep. I mean, and even if the molecular level isn't small enough for it to fully absorb, it's still on the top of your skin. So it's still yes. having an effect on you. <laughs> right. And if there's any, again, if it's not absorbing, those chemicals right. are They're straight up there. on top. You could be inhaling them and in turn, mm-hmm. it's still going into your body. It can get yep. into your eyes. It can, you know, get yep. into your mouth. And you can still have a reaction and it's yeah. anything that comes up to you or touches yep. you or, yep. I'm not going to lie. I have a hard time as an adult not licking the chapstick off my lips. <laughs> I don't so the lick FDA it necessarily, get, get but I definitely this. rub my lips together a lot. Yeah. And I mean, if you're wearing it at the end of the day while you're eating something or drinking something, a little bit is being ingested. <laughs> right. Yeah. So on that awkward admission of myself, that was our mini-sode I like the it. FDA. I like it. Like I said at the top, I just feel like it's really important because we constantly are saying mm-hmm. FDA does approve this amount of X in their products. It's important to understand how little, I don't want to say control, how little responsibility they actually have of saying it's okay to put those items yes. in, in their products. And again, it's like it's it's shocking to me that they don't have more oversight, but at the same time, like now also it can't, you know, always just be like, FDA, you know, we get like, no, they didn't say they were doing that. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't feel like there's a whole lot extra to talk about on that one. Like I said, it was just a more of an educational. Yes. I almost said edutaining, but it wasn't edutaining. Um, It was a little edutaining. I hope it was a little edutaining. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was. I was entertained. Okay, I'm glad you were. That's all that matters. Um, so I guess just on that note, we'll we'll outro ourselves. Okay. So I'm Haley. I'm Erin. This was Am I Pretty Now podcast, podcast about the ugly side of beauty. And until next time, stay spooky, friends. Ooh. <laughs>Am I Pretty Now is hosted by Haley Eshelman and Aaron Healy. Our theme music was composed by Jason Mundock. The show is recorded at the So Good Media Studio at the Candy Factory, a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at coworkinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron in all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at Am I Pretty Now Pod.